Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. And how much do you guys actually suffer? I mean, you say, you know, we were really suffering. Is it exactly what we see? Like, it's way worse. It's way wa- okay. Worse. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognize the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, darling girl. Hello, sunshine, lollipop. <laughs> How are you, my sweet little little baby? <laughs> baby, I'm not a baby. <laughs> this is our mood. This is our mood. Ow, my toe. I just hit it. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> what a start. It's, um, it's been a week and it's only Tuesday. It's been a week, it's been a month, and it's only Tuesday. It's been a bloody year. I'm done. I'm in the time now. How are you, my love? I'm good, Lily. I feel like I'm on the mend from a very, very, very sad couple of days. Um, However, I'm good, Um, and I feel like uh, I actually, no, I could go on to a massive tangent right now. I'm really well. I feel like you are. I think the last couple of days you've been like, yeah, a bit anxious and, mm-hmm. and all those feelings, but I feel like you've come out the other end yeah. really well. You look you look stunning, but also That's you're glowing, you are laughing, you're having a really good time. So I think yeah. I think And you know what's really interesting? Sorry to interrupt you. No go. Um, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> don't interrupt you. Like literally serenading me with your compliments. <laughs> Stop it or you'll be here all day. <laughs> um, it, the funny thing is, is that with my anxiety, something that I found, um, very interesting is that because I have so many different tools and mm. because I've been practicing managing my anxiety for so long, it doesn't last as long. Like yes. if I have things like setbacks or stuff that, you know, triggers me or whatever. It's like, yep, cool. And then I process it mm-hmm. and I acknowledge it and I'm compassionate and I let it run through me mm-hmm. and it doesn't take as long to kind of get through it. Whereas I guarantee you, like, if this happened, whatever happened four years ago, I would be like mm. in the past weeks and it's yeah. been like three days. I'm like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the thing, right? It's like when you deal with stuff, the – when you deal with stuff, the anxiety doesn't go away. You're not just like, oh, like nothing affects me now, but the bounce yeah. back is so much quicker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to fear my anxiety. Like, oh my God, I'm anxious again. No. Yes. I'm away from it. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, it's here. What's my body saying? And, you know, what can I do to help to help it? Even what you yeah. were saying really last night in book club, was it in book club? Yeah. About like how 
um, your anxiety is like a warning sign or a warning signal or something. Is that right? Yeah, there's this guy on Instagram that talks about it. He's like a, I think he's a doctor, um, mm. but he talks about anxiety as an alarm. Mm. And it's yeah, it's it's signaling something to you, yeah. and being compassionate to that alarm. It's almost like it's like your inner child is like freaking out, you know, when it's anxiety. It's um, he puts it in a really good way, way better than I could even yeah. try to. Interesting. I think it's Dr. Um, Kennedy or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Something with a yeah. K. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, that's really interesting. And mm. how are you? How are you? You're in WA now. Happy days. I am in WA. That's going to be my best bit. So I'm in WA. It's so beautiful. Like the beaches are just next level. Mm. It's We're just not even that far into WA, but, yeah, we're just loving it. We did the Nullarbor in like two days, which was hectic. But, yeah, a good experience. Like we just were literally driving non-stop for two days I've never like done that big of a stretch of a drive before so that was kind of cool yeah um what did you do out of interest did you like good question like did what did you like obviously you were phrasing like you talk but like you can't really talk for that long like (laughs) yeah what do we do so we oscillated between talking not talking music podcasts I made us listen to phrase doesn't really like them but I they're kind of like my guilty pleasure sometimes um not as much anymore but uh crime I love it yeah all the time on the big road trips it's yes it's so good what's gonna happen yeah oh yeah so that was really really cool um we listened to that and then that's honestly it we'd like stop eat food oh my god we just ate so much food the whole time you can't like what else are you supposed to do what else are you meant to do we got like just snacking because you just get so bored yeah so we yeah we ate a lot of food we listened to some stuff and then yeah it was pretty fun like i it was a good experience i don't look back at it and i'm like oh my god that was so shit like i'm like that was so fun yeah so that's your best bit is your what's your worst my worst bit is very superficial. That's and fine. yeah, I lost my necklace that mm-hmm. phrase got me. And usually like I know you should care about your things and you should care about the stuff that you have and yeah. whatever, but I don't usually care that much about like if I lose something or like I lose like a you know, a piece of like jewelry or whatever, like I'm it doesn't really phase me that much. Yeah. But this one got me. Like I was crying and like so just frustrated. Like I was really trying to take care of it because it was so beautiful and I just loved it. And, yeah, so that was my worst. Like I genuinely felt so upset about it. And, yeah, phrase might get me a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. I mean, I don't know if I deserve it because I lost it, but yes. But I was I so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset. I'm like, yeah, that was 100% my worst. It was just so shit. 
but no, I mean, issues. in the scheme of things, fuck, that's, I know, it's I just don't... a non-issue, but I was so sad about it. I know. Yeah. I would be sad about that too, I think. Yeah. What's your best and worst? Okay. My best bit, I had this at the back of my mind just before and I've lost it. Oh, no. Um, my best bit was I can't remember. Okay, I'll start with my worst bit, and then hopefully yeah. my best bit will come to my brain. Okay. okay, so so let's just set the scene. I seem to have so many instances now. I think about it on the Esplanade, but anyway, mm-hmm. alas, I went for a walk yesterday with Ziggy, and I was walking by. And yesterday, just a bit of a. How you walk? Yeah. Um, and I was feeling a little bit anxiety yesterday yeah. and a little bit of head noise, a little bit of how you going. And I bumped into somebody I half knew. I was like, oh, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, good, good. How are you? Yeah, you know what? Let's call him George. I'm, yeah. I'm really good. Um, you know, if you're feeling a little bit anxious today, just a little bit of, just a bit out of it really, you know, and I'm very open like that because I wanted to start, I, I want to, people to feel comfortable that they can talk about that stuff. Anyway, yes. that's just me. Let's take it over. Love it. Yeah. And <laughs> this guy literally said, huh, I don't believe in anxiety. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what do you mean you don't believe in anxiety? It's not a freaking, like, magic fairy. <laughs> like, no. like you, do you believe in fucking, like, stars and clouds and 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 leaves like what's going but on bro? regardless the nerve i know i was like really? uh, mm, okay and then he was what like why don't you say? jump in the ocean he said why don't you just jump in the ocean or just like stop thinking anxious thoughts and i was like why don't you just chill out <laughs> I, was like, I, was just, I, was like, I wish it was lazy hey and he's like yeah and then i literally just walked off and i was like fucking fuming but do you know what you know last aside this is the issue with us yeah. aside we are so, so bad at acknowledging mm-hmm. illness as an illness or an ailment. We think if it's physical, we can see it, something's wrong with you, yep, ticks the box, fantastic, let's fix you. Mm-hmm. If it's mental, unfortunately, we don't see it as an issue. Yep. And if I go up to somebody and I share this and then they completely disregard it and invalidate it, then, you know, that makes me feel like, I actually don't struggle with this and I'm making it up. Anxiety doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about, Alice? Oh, my gosh, go jump in the ocean. You'll be cured. Fantastic. Obviously, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then I get kind of ruminate, 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 ruminate. It gets worse and worse and worse. This is our issue with society and it really, really, really bugged me because thankfully, thankfully I don't really give a shit, literally mm. fuck off. However, I guarantee you four years ago, Alice, I'd be spiralling still. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my gosh oh, my gosh, I can't, I suck, I'm broken, I'm making this up, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that was my worst bit. So if anyone has mental illness, that's okay. You are struggling with mental illness. Even though you can't see it, it's still happening. Valid. It's very valid. <laughs> There's obviously things you can do to manage it. So if anyone says to you that your mental illness is made up or that it doesn't exist or mm-hmm. that they don't believe in it, it's their issue. That's not your issue. And they're, they're being completely dismissive and ignorant, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And, yes, they may not have suffered from mental illness. Of course, that's fine, understandable. But one in three people struggle with mental ill health at one point in their life. They're going to have somebody, a friend, a family member, a colleague, whatever, who struggles mm-hmm. with it. And if they, they don't believe in it, then <laughs> have fun. 
have fun with your life. Yeah. Um, and I also think that like if you, if it doesn't exist, it can't happen, right? And so for them, maybe it's them protecting themselves. Well, mental illness doesn't exist, therefore I don't struggle with it. Blah 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 blah. I'm gonna be in my little cloud and circle, you know, for the rest of my life. Yep. It's anyway. it's 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 beyond me that that's even like a a thought that someone can have. But yeah. it's more beyond me that someone would say that to someone that has just yeah. like confided in them. So. I'm- it's yeah that's a there's a lot going on there <laughs> there's a lot I know I, was like, I don't have time for this shit bro La. so yeah let's pretend let's um yeah yeah no that was completely fun. completely fair that it like kind of made you be like what was it, was just, it just made me angry because every day yeah. I see people who are struggling with their mental health yeah. and who are very very extremely struggling and it's just like I wish you could have one day in my life yeah I wish you could just see what I get up to every single day and who I talk to and then yeah. you would know that mental illness is something that's actually not made up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such ignorant privilege and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, I hate that. That's the worst bit of my week now too. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's my worst bit. Now, have I remembered my best? So my best bit, I found a dress. <laughs> you did. Now, you did. the dress I have actually always had in my cupboard mm-hmm. and it's a dress that my friend from London let me um, ages ago when she lived in Australia. Now she doesn't. So I'm like, oh, I just go into the cupboard and look at this dress because yep. she reminded me when we were FaceTime the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I still have that. And I tried it on. It, it looked half decent, whatever. I can't be bothered anymore. I'm it really nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really nice. I've got that wedding on the weekend, which I'm more excited for just seeing my mates because it's back yeah. in the city, So yeah. 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 Well, that was a big stress for you, like finding – finding something that you felt comfortable in and all of that like that's a big deal so Mm -hmm. that's awesome Uh, and you do look so so good in it thanks yeah i know yucky dresses (laughs) dresses are not it um okay guys um slash lily because you're the only person i'm talking to (laughs) no wait 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 wait. what's your quote oh yeah i'm getting it up oh yeah, sorry. Okay, my quote is by Tobe Mag- – wait, Tobe Magnetic is the Instagram page. Sorry, I have no idea who my what, quote is. To be by. magnetic. Oh. <laughs> Tobe Magnetic. I've always seen it as Tobe Magnetic. Wow. I mean wow. – Wow. 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 I actually – do you know when you have a realization where like my entire life was a lie? That yes. is that is what I just had. They're actually I, really cool. That um Yeah, that website. They're sick. Anyway, to be magnet magnetic. See, toe magnetic just sounds so much better. Yeah, toe magnetic. It's okay to be sad about making the right decision. Very short, yeah. very sweet, and very applicable. Mm. And I think um, it can be applied to so many facets of everybody's life. So just because mm-hmm. a decision, we even talked about this in the book club last night, like just because a decision feels bad or feels unfamiliar or feels yuck doesn't mean it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. It might just be unfamiliar. It might just be yuck. Full stop. Yep. I love it. I love what that. Uh, mine is one that you shared, and I just love it. It's why are the little things called the little things? They're everything. And, oh. yeah, I love that. It, when you shared that, I was like, oh, yes, hit me in the so heart. True. I know. But it's like also kind of what we spoke about in book club as well. It's like all these little steps that you make and all these little things that you do amount to everything. Everything. It's, yeah. 
such a it's it's such a good one to remind yourself of. Um, mm. Having said that, book club, we're absolutely loving it. It's so wow. much fun. <laughs> I know it is literally. We're going to do it again, one million percent. If anyone has yeah. any suggestions as to what books, yes, to read together, yes. we've got a we couple will... in mind, but we'll um we might put up a a poll. Hey, we will, we will yep. do it uh, soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no timelines here. <laughs> Immeasurable. <laughs> that way we can't yep. miss it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, okay, well, let's stop talking because it's been yes. a long time. Yes. Um, but today we have Shoni on from Survivor. Yes. Now, I will be completely honest with you guys. I hadn't watched the the season of Survivor that Shoni's on this time around um, because mm-hmm. I don't have television and it's just yes. too much. But Lily and... All of Lily's family are yes, just big fans. Is, oh, she's amazing. She's so – like she was just so lovely to talk to, but she oh. has such an incredible just natural way of going about life. Like yeah. she deals with things, it, it seems, to to be this oh. way anyways with such um, a level head and such a good attitude and like it's obviously so clear through watching her and Survivor that, you know, that's how she deals with things, but it's – actually how she deals with everything. Shawnee was just so amazing to talk to and we got so much out of it and we just absolutely love chatting with her. So we know that you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, we'll stop talking now and get on to the episode. Hey, Al. You know, I was just thinking about when I was in college and I was going through such a tough time and every week I would have to get in my little car and drive into the city and find a park and go and see my therapist. I remember it was just so stressful. So I'm so glad that we now have BetterHelp sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it is 100% online, which is so exciting and I know would help so many people that were in a similar situation to me. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists, and they can help you with a wide range of issues. So to get started, all you need to do is just answer a few questions about your needs, your preferences and therapy, and BetterHelp can really match you with the right therapist for you. And then you just literally talk to them with whatever you feel comfortable, and it can be via text, chat, phone, video call. And you can actually message them at any time so you can schedule live sessions when it's super convenient for you so it can work in with your schedule. And if for any reason, you know, your therapist isn't right for you, you don't feel comfortable with them, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge, which I think is pretty awesome. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality that you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you with more scheduling flexibility and at a much more affordable price. And you can get 10% off for your first month with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash bestbits. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bestbits. So thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode and we'll get on with the episode. Shawnee Botel is an 
absolute powerhouse of a woman, and we are so excited to be chatting to her today. Shawnee has been on not one, but three seasons of Survivor Australia, where she has really showcased her strength, her determination, intelligence, and she's proved that she is a force to be reckoned with. Shawnee now holds the record for the most days competing on Survivor, and we can't wait to hear about all that, but most importantly, we really want to get to know who Shawnee is when she's not competing in Survivor. So Shawnee, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so happy to be chatting with you. Thanks, Lily and Alice. I'm excited to be here too. Oh, it's such, um, it's so exciting for us. We, um, we always start our episodes with your best and your worst of the week. So we'd love to know what is the best thing that happened, but also the worst thing that's happened this week. Sure. Um, so I went to see Harry Styles this oh week. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Everyone else in Australia, I swear. <laughs> I know. I mean, we definitely had, like, bottom of the barrel seats because we got the last, um, like, last round ones. But it was yep. so much fun. But also, like, the worst part was trying to find a car park. Um, My sister and I, it was just, like, so hectic. And um, we were just, like, driving around, like, stressing. I was, like, low fuel. Um, But my sister and I, we always, like, laugh at, like, situations that we can't change. So, you know, it was still funny. Like, I feel like we got our value in laughs, (laughs) even though it was annoying. (laughs) What was the crowd like? It looks so intense like I saw Harry Styles a few years ago and I feel like it wasn't at the level of mania that it's at now what was it like yeah it was I was loving it there was feather bows everywhere everyone had their little like cowboy hats on (laughs) everyone went ham Um, but my sister also saw Harry like I think five years ago and it was so much like smaller but we were like way in the corner like obstructed view but it was still (laughs) worth it Oh, that's amazing. He is my ultimate crush. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I didn't even know Harry Styles still existed until, like, two weeks ago when everyone started <gasps> raging about it because he was in, what, like, One Direction or something. Hey, I'm, yeah, a bit, yeah. I'm a bit sheltered when it comes to this celebrity stuff. <laughs> I'm really going to test yeah. it out. Alice is a shocker when it comes to pop culture. Like, oh. it's probably the worst part of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, he's actually. And I stalked his um TikTok the other day, and I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's kind of sexy. Like I kind of little accent, and so Couldn't I'm learning all the time. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> I really think um something that you just said before really I kind of want to touch on is that like you laugh when challenges come up, or you laugh when stuff like kind of hits a fan. Is that something that you kind of take into life in general, Shani? Yes, definitely. I just think like sometimes if you can't change the situation, the situation is happening. So I can either think I can either like all I can do is how I'm going to react to it. And like the reality of the situation is we are driving around in gridlock traffic about to run out of fuel. Mm -hmm. But that's Mm going to happen whether I'm angry or I'm laughing. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually last week my sister and I were in Bali together and our plane, the hydraulic system wasn't working. And even though it was like super annoying, we were absolutely crying of laughter because you know, like those videos, I'm rich, you're poor on Instagram. <laughs> we were like making up our own ones, like, you're poor, your plane doesn't even have hydraulics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, 
But my other sister is like that as well. Like we miss a turn off and have to take a half an hour detour and we're just laughing like, oh, well, at least we get to look at the rainforest now. So do you think that's something that just comes naturally to you all or do you, is it something that you've had to develop over time? It hasn't been something that I've consciously developed. I think it's just mm. if you can't change something, like, yeah, sure, maybe next time we've learned a little bit of a lesson where we could mm. actually check where we're going to park. <laughs> but I just think I guess the saying is don't cry over spilt milk. Well, the milk yeah. is spilt. So, you know, if you can, like, laugh at it, at least you can drive around in traffic but still be having a good time. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I I am just assuming that that kind of mindset is what kind of got you into the world of Survivor because I feel like if you're someone that's very much riddled with anxiety and um, struggles mentally, the thought of even going on Survivor is like absolutely not never. I definitely do get anxiety. Like I see an energy healer. I do like emotional freedom technique tapping. Like I do get anxious, but I feel like I'm always just like reminding myself that for me, when I have anxiety, I'm like, oh, is it because I'm about to like go out of my comfort zone and do something Mm. exciting? And then I'll think back to a time where I was really anxious and then doing that thing has become second nature. Like I always, I don't know why this has so much like airtime in my life, but I always mm. think back to going for my driver's license and I remember being so scared and like, oh, my God, I can't do it. And then I'm like, babe, remember that time you had anxiety about going for your driver's license and now you just drive around like no one's business? I'm still <laughs> not the best driver, but it's just something that I honestly think about all the time. I love that. I love that. And you said you do energy healing and EFT. Yeah. Is it fair to say you are a little bit spiritual maybe? Yes, I'm definitely spiritual. Mm. I didn't really know. I never knew what EFT was, but mm. I was going through emotional turmoil. So I went to see my kinesiologist. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant and had like no appointments. And I'm like, this is an emergency. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. help me. <laughs> I rocked up and she's like, okay, what's the issue? And I'm like, emotional turmoil and just like burst out crying. <laughs> and then um, she told me about EFT um, yeah. and I I even do it on Survivor. But, you know, because wow. when we're blindfolded, so I'll just be mm. in the car and I'll always start with like, even though I feel this way, I deeply and completely mm-hmm. love and accept myself. And I'll just be like tapping, like I literally don't know where I'm tapping, but I'll just tap like anywhere. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. sitting there like I know that no one can see me because when we're on the move, we're blindfolded. And I'm just like there like right. it's all good. Even though you feel terrible and really nervous, um, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. That's incredible. And I guess it just really gets you out of your head into mm. your body and yeah. present, right? If mm-hmm. if nothing else. Yeah, it just makes me calm and like just like you know, just try to relax and even though I'm feeling all these things, just yeah, just try to let it yeah. go. Wow. How, like so you've been on this is your third survivor, right? So mm-hmm. how do you go about mentally preparing yourself? to go on to Survivor, like, especially for this, like this, like the third time, like, has it changed from the first time you went on to the third time? And like, 
is there something you go through? Is there rituals you go through? Is there things that you do to mentally and even physically even prepare yourself for when you are on screen? I feel like going in the third time was I just thought like, you know, I'm obviously they're running a business and I am good for their show and the fact that I'm the only like third time player, I think that says something. So I guess I kind of, I didn't really feel like I had much to prove. I was kind of like me even just being here is I'm already like I'm proud of that. I'm obviously adding some sort of value to this production. Um, So I feel like I didn't really put much pressure on myself because like what are the chances of playing three times and making merge three times? It's just Mm -hmm. like I didn't really know how it would pan out. So I'm like, oh, whatever, don't stress about it. And also like I'm in a very good place. Like before I left, I was in a really good place in my life and I still am now. So I was kind of like, oh, if I get like kicked off in the first week, at least I'm just coming back to my normal little wholesome, perhaps maybe slightly boring to some people's life. (laughs) How has your life changed from season one to season, your season three? What's changed in your life that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first time I went on, I was in London, I was married Mm -hmm. and I was basically like, I'm so close with my family and like, my entire goals for life have basically been I want to be near my family. Um, and it's funny because I kind of had to, like, try and think of some other things now that I have that because I'm like, oh, I've yeah. got, like, everything I've ever wanted. Um, but now I'm like, okay, now I can, like, move on to other things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was in London, freezing cold, so homesick, and mm. I started watching Australian Survivor. And then I was thinking, like, oh, I guess, like, if I have half a million dollars, then I can move back to Australia because I can just be like, oh, just buy an apartment, easy breezy. And then (laughs) I get kind of the second time again, I'm like, okay, I'll move back to Australia. Um, But then the third time I realised that I didn't really need half a million dollars to move back to Australia because I did it regardless. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, my first season I was married. Now I am single. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's a a big big change in in your life and it's kind of cool that you do have these three seasons to almost look back on and I'm sure you can kind of view them and see how much you've changed as a person definitely even like on my first season I wasn't really about like I want to push myself I want to see what Mm. I can do I was more like look I'll do it for the money because I want half a million dollars and then round two I'm like As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I'll get that money. And then the third one, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I, I get to live like basically what I've always wanted without the money and now it's like I want to see how far I can go in challenges and you know want to like push myself so it's definitely changed a lot from the beginning where I was like I don't like whatever I'll just do it hopefully get some cash yeah 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 and you are really a force to be reckoned with like you have done incredibly well and do you think there is a correlation to putting less pressure on yourself and doing really well because this season you're absolutely killing it yeah I think it definitely like I didn't put much pressure on myself at all and Mm. then I also do think it helps like that I'm a returning player Mm. because I've done it before I can I kind of like when I'm playing the game I'm always thinking like what would be in the best interest of this person like to try Mm. and figure out what's real and even like I, I have a couple little tricks up my sleeve where yeah, I just like if someone's talking to me, I'll kind of not really say much because yeah. then I just want them to keep on going and keep on going. And that's something that I learned from even doing the interviews um, with the producers. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just, it is easier. Uh, this was not easier physically, but it is easier to play the game when you've done mm. it before. Yeah. yeah. Can we touch on the physical side? Like that's next level. Do you do physical preparation for Survivor and how do you cope with those challenges? Like they are grueling. Yeah, so I do go to Pilates six times a week. Um, So we do reformer mat and then like a weights strength-based training station. Um, So I didn't really add in anything extra because like realistically I'm already exercising six times a week. Like I'm – not just yeah. gonna go 14 times no. <laughs> um, but yeah the challenges are so hard I was so happy to when I was partnered with Liz and we won yeah. the like you hold a crunch position I think yeah. we held it for like maybe like an hour 10 oh my god um, I still have a scar on my lower back it was the worst oh pain I have ever felt in my entire life <laughs> one hour crunch yeah, holding up a block with like this plank of wood that sits in your lower back. Oh. And when we got up, the medics like ran on because Liz could hardly stand up straight. We had our lower backs were numb for like weeks. Oh my God. So, how do you get through that? How do you get past half an hour, 40 minutes? Like, what gets you through when you are in that much pain? I feel like sometimes I'll just hear like a little, a phrase and it'll just stick with me. So like, I remember going to like some random Pilates class a million years ago at a church with my mum. And the instructor was like, if you relax your face, you relax your body. So like, you know, we'd be doing exercise. So like, just relax your body. Like you don't want to like tense up. 
So basically I just aim on like keeping my face really well rested. Um, And then I basically pick two different points. So I had two different leaves that I would look Mm -hmm. at. And then I just, when you stare at one spot for that long, my vision around the outside goes black. So I can't actually like see that much. And I just like, people try to talk to me, but I just block it out. Um, And then I just think like, it's all good. Like, just think about like the beach, think about literally anything else. But it was crazy. Like even holding the box, my feet felt like they were on fire. But also I was with an Olympian, so I'm like, she's not going to drop it, so I'm not going to drop it. Oh, my gosh. I really like that way that you use, like, techniques to help essentially just, like, separate your mind from your body in a way. And it's, I'm sure, like, I'm sure that that's not something that just comes easily. Like, I'm sure that would have been something that you've practiced in the past. Do you think that there's moments outside of Survivor which have, I guess, strengthened you or built your resilience at all or do you think that that's something that's just come natural to you there's definitely I think I do do quite well during a crisis like Mm -hmm. there's been moments in my life where I'm like panicking freaking out and then I'll have like a moment of calm and be like okay what are my action steps Mm -hmm. and then I'll like go and do it so I think yeah emotional turmoil helps yeah (laughs) yes okay this is what I need to do right now yeah do you practice anything like meditation or anything that would help you with that so I do do meditation at night time not every night um but I do so I listen to like binaural beats at night time um which is just like really relaxing um and then I'll alternate between that sometimes I listen to nothing um, but I'll do binaural beats or I'll do like a meditation just on like YouTube, um, especially because watching the show has mm. really like put me out of my routine. And yeah. just because I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm watching it live with everyone else. So I don't actually know what's mm. going to happen. And mm. then I'm watching and then I'm just getting like so many like hits on social media, like so many like lovely, lovely, lovely DMs, like Honestly, everyone is so nice, but it's like I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, and then I'm thinking yeah. about like, what's happening next episode. And then yeah. there were nights where, like I couldn't sleep until 2 a.m., like just like tossing and turning. And then I have to wake up at like I wake up at 5.30 to go to Pilates. So I'm like, oh, this yeah. is really putting me out of my rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was also laughing because I'm like, oh, I'm glad it's just like, you know, I guess it goes to show that I have, I live quite a nice, like wholesome life if yeah. having a, like, a couple of late nights once, like three times a week yeah. really throws me off. Yeah. Oh, so you do get just pretty much all lovely messages. Do you ever get anything, you know, snarky or, or I don't know, a bit trolly or anything like that? So I don't read any, like I don't go on the Survivor Instagram page for the comments. I don't look at any comments. So I only see, like I'm sure there's going to be snarky people out there. In the past I have looked at some Mm. comments Mm. and it's funny because it's like I feel like the category of my haters are like 50-plus-year-old women (laughs) and I kind of just think like are you just like jealous because you're not putting yourself out there and you're not brave Mm. enough to put yourself out there like I am and Maybe they see me just like 
not caring and just being myself and Mm. maybe it comes down to that. But this year I haven't looked at any comments, so I only see nice comments because I feel like I don't know how many people out there would actually go and DM someone something mean. Um, So, yeah, it's just all really nice. And I think, like, obviously if I wanted to look for more nicer stuff, I could look at the comments, but I don't really need to, I don't feel like, I want to put myself in a position to also read anything mean. But it was funny. I posted a um a photo yesterday and someone asked me, they're like, are you expecting? And I'm like, no, way. no man. like what? Literally like. What would drive no. someone to say that? I was just laughing. I'm like, that's very bizarre. Did you oh, respond? Really? No, I was I was thinking about like joking and being like, yeah, I got pregnant on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh no, I'll just leave oh, that. that. Then cool. I'm being serious. Yeah, Daily Mail like, All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Daily Mail is going to be on that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do you think oh like god. so? Obviously, being in the public eye, especially once survivors like airing, is incredibly. How would you say, no, I would. I don't want to say distracting, but like, you know, you're always constantly thinking, okay, what's the next episode? What just happened? Like all these sorts of things going on. What happens when like Survivor's, you know, all finished and the season's done? Like who is, Shani, like outside of that? Like what happens? What's your, what's your days? What's your weeks? What's your months look like? Mm-hmm. Um, so I find it really easy to adjust from Survivor. Like, Mm. you know, I, last time I got home on like a Saturday and by Monday I'm like back at work. And I think because I, I I love playing the game, but Mm. I have never been like a massive super fan that's like thinks that like my life is depending on this. So Mm. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I do find it quite easy to slot back into my life. Um, But basically, I know, I feel like I'm, like, always banging on about my family. But I just love, like, hanging, like, I had dinner in my parents' house last night and the night before. Um, So I see them a lot. I hang out with my sisters. I go to Pilates six times a week. I like to walk the national park. I go to work. I also, like, do some paid stuff on Instagram. So I create content. Yeah. yeah, I meet up with friends. My life is, I'm a Taurus, so mm. Taurus like stability and security. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to, you know, I am i don't like to go to, I don't go out, out like clubbing. I don't go to any crazy parties or anything. I'm like, after the show's done, I'm in bed by like nine o'clock having a beautiful restful sleep, waking up and then, yeah, just living my life. <laughs> Wow. I think because my dream for so long was to basically do what I'm doing now, but I really appreciate just having energy to wake up. Because when I was in London, there would be like times where I wouldn't leave my house for like a week straight. I was just like so sad. And then now that I wake up and I have energy and I'm like, oh, I can go, you know, go to Pilates, go like see my friends and just having like this life makes me really happy. Oh, that's, that's so amazing. amazing. Yeah. I think that like when you've experienced hardship or when you've experienced moments in your life or seasons where it's been like pretty terrible, when you get into a space where it's like quite nice and calming and safe, it's mm. like you do, 
you don't necessarily need anything more. Like it's like that is the best feeling in the entire world. Mm. It's so you're in the space. Yeah. Right where oh, I love it. I'm like, like nice. Uh huh. It's so good. Like just feeling like obviously I still have anxiety. Mm. I say obviously like you guys are meant to know that, but like <laughs> I do feel anxious. Um, but I feel like I can pull myself out of it and I know what to do and mm. yeah I'm just like I want to enjoy life for everything that it is while because like you never know what's going to happen in life and mm. I never pictured that I would now be single living in mm. Noosa at 30 mm-hmm. so I just feel like I want to appreciate life while it's good you know what I mean because mm. you never know what's going to happen <laughs> such would yeah <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's such a such a beautiful mindset that you have and one that is so much easier said than done. And I think it's really incredible that you are actually um living in that. You're living in that truth as opposed to yeah. you know, um yeah, you're living very authentically, I think, which is incredible. Well, I think because like it did take me so long to like mm. stop my old life. Yeah. And so I feel like even that is like motivating for me because I never want to feel that way again. Yeah. So, but it's not as if I felt bad and then was like, I'm going to go do this. Like I did not action anything back yeah. then. It took me a yeah. long time to get my plan in place. Mm. So now I'm just like, perfect. It's everything. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's so incredible. Um, I want to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty stuff about Survivor because mm-hmm. there's so many things that I want to know. Um, there's a question from my sister, her and, um, my brother-in-law are very, very, very obsessed with you. Um, (laughs) they sent a million questions through for you, but the number one that they wanted to know was, um, what did it feel like when Geordie went home with your idol? I was very annoyed because my whole plan was like I can have majority on the heroes tribe and then I can Mm -hmm. have majority on the villains tribe. Yeah. And then come merge, like then it doesn't matter what team loses because we'll Mm -hmm. both have majority. Um, So I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. But I was like, Jordy, I gave you the idol. (laughs) I want you to sit on your lap and play it for you. But I also think that, like, you know, every, no one is making decision saying, thinking, oh, this is going to be terrible for my game. I'm going to do exactly. this. Exactly. Every time you make a choice, it's because you think that you're setting yourself up for a better position the next tribal council. So he yeah. only did what he could to better himself. And yeah. unfortunately it doesn't always pan out that way. <laughs> exactly. And And what is it like versing people that you are now actually friends with? on the outside like you have to deceive them you have to strategize like how do you do that does it affect your personal relationships because I I can only imagine (laughs) I actually didn't really I don't think I had ever besides Stevie yeah and Jackie I hadn't really met anyone so you know I might have like spoken to a couple of people on Instagram but you know, once I get back, I'm in Noosa, so it's not as if, like, there's loads of contestants yeah. here. And it maybe if I was, like, in a city where there was mm. other players, yeah. um, but otherwise I'm kind of just in Noosa living my life. Um, oh. So I feel like I didn't really have much of that because I didn't really have 
many relationships going into yeah. it. Yeah. And can you sort of like distance yourself when you're in there, you know, you're obviously you're making alliances and you are forming these, you know, I guess relationships with the other contestants. Is it hard to, I guess, separate your head from your heart? And definitely, yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. Um, so in like looking at my previous two seasons, mm. I have never voted for a f- close friend mm. because I f- see it as like, well, if I'm not going to win, I would really like, like yeah. someone, you know, like I never voted for Harry or Nick or Fen. Mm. Um, so I definitely, yeah, I just, it's the Taurus in me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a loyal friend. <laughs> But then yeah. other people, I will be like, oh, I like them, but yeah, my BFF. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I can completely understand. It's, you can't really go in there and just completely separate yourself from, from who you are, I suppose. That would be. Yeah, and it's really hard because, you know, your, your close friends on the show, they become like your support system in there. I mean, obviously not with mm. everyone, but they will like be there for you. Like there was times where like I was crying on yeah. in Samoa because I was just like exhausted, starving, like suffering. I've never cried on any other season. Um, oh <laughs> but well, that's yeah. amazing in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so it is like, you know, you do rely on them for even more than just the actual game but for like your well-being. Mm. Yeah. And how much do you guys actually suffer? I mean, you say, you know, we were really suffering. Is it exactly what we see? Like, it's way worse. It's way worse. okay. Yeah. Like, there's no toothbrushes. There's no, like, no. nothing like that. Really? Like, you're wearing one pair of underwear for the entire time. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> you have nothing. And then it's also, like, you are starving. I'm addicted to rice at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I ha- honestly think I have some sort of like rice problem where because I had such like a, a limited quantity and you would eat your rice and I'm like, I am starving. And looking at someone else's rice or you're like trying to get like, you know, you might buddy up with someone and give each other like a slightly bigger portion. Yeah. Um, so now even in my real life, I love rice so much I just (laughs) eat like I want to I like knowing that I'm allowed to eat as much of it as I want and no one's gonna be like that's mine or like no you only have this amount for this amount of days oh my god it's like you've been in prison and you're like free now (laughs) and then I'm just like oh my god give me the rice and then even just like the weather in Samoa It just it's like rains rain. yeah. constantly. The audience love it because JLP is like rocking up in a wet shirt once again. <laughs> but when you're living outside and it's raining and then you just, you know when you go to the beach and you like feel all salty and sticky and sandy and you think, oh, gosh, I can't wait to go home and have a hot shower. This yeah. is like there is not never that feeling. Oh, so you're cool. like getting rained on and you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to be having a shower anytime soon or getting dry or warm. How do you sleep? Um, as time goes on, it gets easier to sleep. Mm. But the you basically just, like, sleep on the floor. You do get, like, a bit of bruising on, like, the yeah. thighs. 
tossing and turning and tossing and turning. Like, honestly, mm. I reckon you toss and turn like 40 times a night. Like it's yeah. it's very, very uncomfortable. But luckily mm. I had my color body Liz. So it'd yeah. be funny because like I would want to go to bed and I would be like patting down on the shelter and she'd be like, okay, Shawnee told me I have to come to bed now. I'm like, yes, darling. It's time. And then I'll like put my head on her shoulder, like my leg there. I'm like, okay, this is the best. This is as comfortable as we're getting. So you're getting no luxuries that we don't see. Like no, nothing at all. No toothbrush. No, no toothbrush. soap. No soap. Are you kidding, girlfriend? Of course not. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> No soap whatsoever. I wish. That would be an absolute luxury. I always thought like, yes, for TV, you know, they're showing us all this stuff, but surely they're getting something. Nope. Watch the show and then be like, okay, they're actually doing it like 20 times harder than it looks. That is amazing. I don't think, I don't think I could do it. No way. I think Alice could do it. I pretty much live by that anyway. Yeah, I think Alice could do it a lot better than I could. Do that, hey. But that's hectic. And I think the worst thing about it is like you're not just like sitting down and like doing like, you know, whatever. Like you're actually doing all these incredible, incredibly taxing challenges as well. Like really physically demanding, like even that crunch challenge. Like you wrote, you had like yeah. a, a numb back. I can't imagine having a numb back and then like being wet and cold and then like mm. weirdly humid and then like not sleeping. Like that's that's yeah oh I guess it's a lot it was funny though like because sometimes I'm like rocking up to challenges and I could just see in my eyes that I'm like oh god because you know the old the new villains like 2.0 tribe had literally had like the most stacked people in the world and then our tribe was just like not like that at all so it's a little bit like disheartening rocking up and being like Okay, well, we're not going to win this, so. (laughs) What was it like being labelled the villain? Like, how do you approach that? Was it, um, were you disappointed by that or were you, like, stoked with that? I was stoked because I feel like I would much rather everyone be like, oh, my gosh, why is she a villain? She doesn't even vote off her, like, close friends in previous seasons. Yeah. and I feel like I can't really rock up and be like, I'm a hero. And then you have like an actual lifeguard, yeah. you know, like a plane crash survivor. And yeah. then people are like, so why are you a hero? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. The people like me. So <laughs> good personality. <laughs> I'm a really good personality, I think. <laughs> so I would way rather. I would rather have. I'm glad it's the opposite way around. Mm. <laughs> and plus, like. I like I thought the villains tribe was amazing um mm. I had some of my you know like the people that I wanted to work with on there and mm. yeah just I just think it's better yeah well then I guess you can really play the game right like there's no there's no pressure on you to be some kind of hero kind whatever mm. you can just go and you can you can do it yeah, and it's funny because, like, obviously Sean is on the Heroes Tribe and he stole his friend's idol and then I'm on the Villains Tribe and I'm like, here you go, Tony. <laughs> and it backfired. The intention was there. The intention was there. Oh, it's so um, it's so cool to hear. My, I guess my question is, you know, in society we have such like a – um 
an emphasis on on aesthetics and showing up on on social media as you know this beautifully presented self and then you go on something like survivor where you can't brush your teeth you can't put any makeup on you can't take care of yourself in in any way does that help I mean I don't know if you've ever struggled with that but does that kind of help the way that you see yourself and how comfortable you feel within yourself yeah I you know I don't really like wear that much I'm not wearing makeup today um (laughs) I I don't know like I feel like I don't really care that much like if I'm going somewhere I you know I went out for dinner on Saturday night without makeup on I just do what I'm feeling but I I don't really feel the pressure of like oh I have to look good Mm. and I think it actually helps that like you know the country's watching me on tv with Mm -hmm. no makeup on at all Mm -hmm. unbrushed wearing the same clothes so I kind of feel like oh they've already like people have already seen me yeah doing that like at that level. So I'm pretty sure yes. if, if I have some washed hair walking down the street with no makeup on, I'm like, oh, they, yeah. they've seen way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would be, I feel like a lot of people should have to go through that to like ultimately get comfortable with themselves because, yeah, yeah I think it would be really helpful for. Yeah. Them, so yeah. I remember actually like a couple of seasons ago, someone like commented saying that I look like Shrek's wife. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I was like pre or post ogre. Like, <laughs> thank you Pretty so fun. much. <laughs> but I'm also like, this is the way I look. Like, what do you want me to do about yeah. it? Like, oh my is- gosh, people are so strange. Hey, sometimes they're just bizarre. Yeah, yeah, random. Like, I honestly don't know what they want me to do about that. Like, would yeah, you like to get a face reconstruction for <laughs> you? <laughs> but also backing Shrek's wife. So thank you. Yeah, Fiona's amazing. Love it. It's so nice to hear, like, that you approach life like that. Like, you don't really care. Like you're not you're not there to put on this face. You're not there to be your unauthentic self or anything like that. It's so refreshing to hear that because I'm sure that mm. there are moments in other people's lives, perhaps that they've felt this need to live up to this expectation that society puts on them. Has that been the case for you always? Like you can just show up as you, as your own self. Yeah, I do feel like I show up as myself. Like you know, I will say things that are like the first thing that comes to my mind sometimes that I'm like oh like I can see how that can kind of be seen a different way Mm. but I'm like I'm just being me and then Mm. I think usually like I am happy with how I look so I think that helps as well like maybe Mm. maybe I wouldn't have this much like oh it doesn't really matter what I look like what they think I look like because I'm actually quite happy with how I look so I think that's Mm, you know makes a difference as well absolutely absolutely Mm. yeah does survivor give you trust issues in real life (laughs) I feel like it would make you question everyone (laughs) not really actually that's I've never even thought about that before the only thing that it does to me like the aftermath Mm. is one wanting to eat rice um and then secondly like whenever I get back from Survivor because I'm on such like a tight time schedule Mm. and like you know I'm being told like it's time to go do an interview it's time to do this challenge it's time for this when I get back um I'm kind of like my friends will be like oh let's catch up 
And I'm yeah. like, I'm not setting in a date or a time. Like yes. I will just tell you, like, I don't want to be locked into anything. I want to yeah. be able to change my mind last minute. Yeah. So I'll just tell you when I'm free. Yes. So whilst I have those two things, I've never thought about like trust. Yeah. Which is I would rather the way that I've got it currently, where I'm not like, oh my God, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> I much prefer to be eating rice and keeping my schedule free. Yeah, yeah. Eating rice, doing Pilates, going for walks. That sounds honestly like heaven. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, it makes me miss Noosa so much. (laughs) Mm, It's so good here. A little bit rainy today, but still amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. But this has just been so lovely to chat to you. I feel like Alice and I really, really wanted to get into you know, the mental side of it and what it takes. And I feel like you have just such incredible wisdom when it comes to that and Mm -hmm. something that seems to come to you really naturally. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you should just be stoked with yourself. And we Mm -hmm. are so excited to see what happens in this season. Um, Do you win? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone always tries though. I'm like, God. Done a lot of interviews in my time. I can I can field any sort of story. <laughs> Not in my life. Oh, but we yeah, we are absolutely rooting for you, and yeah, just can't wait to see how it plays out. Is there going to be a fourth stint on Survivor? Do you think you could do it or no? Um, I would definitely do another show for like entertainment purposes. Yeah, but I. And, like, who knows? Like, life is for living. I didn't think mm-hmm. I'd be doing it three times. So yeah. I'll always, like, remain open-minded. But yeah. I would love something with food and accommodation. Mm. Yeah. That would that would probably be preferable. I'm hey? setting my sights on. <laughs> Done with the struggle. Yeah, what could we do there? Bachelor, bachelorette. Right. Um, maths do you want to do maths <laughs> no I feel like I'd rather do bachelor because then you get yeah. like more options get more options yeah. I don't want to get stuck with one person and then have to no. yeah yeah I want no. 20 options yeah you want 20 options absolutely absolutely that's, fair. that's, fair. Oh, that's just so, so cool so cool to chat with you yeah it's, it's so nice to chat with chatting yeah and um we can't wait we cannot wait to find out what happens <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Shani. No worries. Thank you, guys. So nice to meet you.